with Triborn and Travis Mwerder. So we have a, a little bit of uh, an audio snafu with this one. Uh, so it's just Tri and I. We are breaking down the first of the AVP Champions Cup uh, that happened this past weekend. And uh, a congrats uh, must go out to Phil Dahlhauser and Nick Lucena and April Ross and Alex Kleinman for winning the Monster Hydro Cup. Um, so for this one, Try and I have been doing Zoom uh, calls for our podcast, as you probably know. Uh, we went back in person for this one, and we uh, we turned on the wrong microphone for Try. So Try's microphone is silent, and his audio comes through my mic. So Try's audio is a little bit muffled. It's still you can still hear it. I would just turn turn this one up, um, and, uh, and and try to listen to uh to what try is saying you can still make it out and you can still hear fine it's just uh, not as clear as usual so just wanted to give you a heads up coming into the episode um it's a fun one me and try just kind of riff on who played well who came out you know as, as winners of the the monster hydro cup uh, whose stocks are on the rise just breaking it down had some fun just talking volley it's so good to have sports back so just giving you guys a heads up and enjoy this episode of Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mowerter. Welcome back to the Sandcast podcast with Triborn and <laughs> Travis Mowerter, brought to you by our favorite ball, Wilson. Also, the upcoming cup next weekend is the Wilson yeah. Cup with our uh, favorite OPTX ball. And uh, it's gonna be a fun one. I'm I'm revved up for that one because you know we we left we left some money on the table this past week, <laughs> so yeah. we're looking forward to the Wilson Cup. But uh, it's gonna be fun. It's fun to have volleyball back again. It's fun to just be back in the full nerd out mode for beach volleyball right, yeah. for me. You got plenty of volleyball to watch, right? Yeah. I finally have volleyball to watch. I've been like trying to watch footage of myself and like study my games but yeah you can only watch old footage so much and i've been trying to, and i've been learning a lot and like trying to change my game so much that it's like why am i watching this old footage my game's completely right changed. at some point video of you nine months ago is, is pretty irrelevant yeah exactly you know, or at least it should be and hopefully of other, of other teams as well yeah i mean hopefully that film is irrelevant because right. yeah, <laughs> if yeah. not it's probably not a good sign yeah exactly not much growth going on there yeah but it was it was fun to see like really high level volleyball again. I'm sure for you it's probably fun to compete because that's the first time you've played in a tournament since uh, Mexico in, in November, right? I played in Doha. Doha, okay. Yeah. So you've competed more recently than most. Once, yeah. Yeah. Since uh, when was it? November was. Yeah, Mexico? that was Mexico. But for most people, they haven't competed since Hawaii in yeah. September. Yeah. That, that was, was almost a year ago. Like guys that were on the world tour, guys and girls who were on the world tour, were training for that first event. Though. Yeah. Everyone else was training for the first AVP event, which was what May. Yeah. Uh, May. Huntington's always Cinco de Mayo. So by the weekend. time this came around, it was like when people were gonna start to train for right for uh, the first AVP. Yeah. So I probably didn't even start. Really, yeah, it, until AVP announced it, which was like a, a month and a half ago. Yeah, because I mean, everyone's training schedules was so funky. Because Cayman Chase, for example, were training super hard for um, 
Doha lost in the credit quota, I, yeah. I think, and then then they stopped because they were going to go to Australia, mm-hmm. um, got canceled, and then so they had to like do like a mini off season and then train again, yeah. and then be ready for this. You know, that's so that's the first time that I mean outside of one country quota match this is the first time that Kame and Chase have competed together yeah. ever, mm-hmm. and then it's the first time they've played in a tournament since September. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just so di- like competition's so different. It is. It is. It's so weird. And I mean, Cam and Chase specifically, like, yeah, they have no reps together. Chase yeah. is like, came into this sport like in his thirties, so he's already like kind of chasing time, like trying to catch up. Right. And uh, I mean, he's certainly making a, a good uh, argument for like the fact that he belongs uh, as one of the top players in our sport, but. For him, it must have been crazy too, because he's like, you can tell he's like trying extra hard, like right. trying to put in extra time and like figure this all out. And then came had to take a year off. Yeah, I had to take a lot of time off, so I know how that works yeah. too. And it's yeah, it's just crazy, an insane quad. Yeah, how uh, like how different is it? Because obviously, I mean, you and Trevor, you play really high level practice matches, but how different is it competing? with $200,000 on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, it kind of just went back to a bit normal. Like, I don't, I love the fans and I want them there. Like, it's, it's different when they're there, for sure. Like, you're playing off their energy. Uh, with that energy, you're using it and it can also hurt you. So it's different. But in terms of like us getting up and competing, it's it doesn't matter yeah for us it's it's always go time yeah in fact i mean because think about it when we're playing fivbs you're on outer court let's say it's i mean anywhere china mexico even in europe if it's early rounds it could be a five star there's still no fans yeah early in the morning there's so much (laughs) volleyball going on there's no fans but we're playing for our lives out there um, so we're used to it. It's really not that big of a deal. And then you put us in that environment with cameras. We got the DJ. We got mm-hmm. Mark on the mic. All the sponsor stuff is around us. Our first match was on NBC. Our first match in March. Which ended up working out in our favor. But it's not. It's not that big of a deal. It's just like oh, I feel like as beach volleyball players, we're so we're trained to be so adaptable. Like we'll play jet lag, we'll play anytime, yeah. anywhere, any conditions, windy, rainy, sunny, cloudy, you know, soft sand, hard sand, which all these factors change your game, but we we just show up and like, all right, what's the what's the factor today? What are the yeah. circumstances? <laughs> yeah. The ball? Yeah. yeah. Just I like one thing that I I think maybe affected players a little bit it's just like the rush of competition you can't simulate yeah. anywhere and because right. i remember like when i played in just wapaka mm-hmm. just like a decent money small tournament compared to avps and like the first match i played i was like whoo i'm getting like the tingles right? yeah, yeah. those old school ones where the, the crowd's like really yeah and right around you yeah like that. they're super fun but and that's what i was thinking from just from watching some of the qualifier matches and even i mean it looked like came and chase maybe got a little nervy against you guys but it looks like (laughs) (laughs) but like just how great is it to just have that like competition rush again uh yeah it's awesome it feels so good and 
it's kind of surprising like the crazy part is it's like like I said we went straight to the NBC match yeah we had the one NBC match which was lucky for us but we went straight into the playing the best team we didn't just go into an AVP like okay first round here we go right we're back in it it was like straight to the quarterfinals yeah right or what round was yeah that? I mean when you uh, kind of because the winner's semifinals is really the yeah, quarterfinal yeah but you're sh- I mean you're sh- you're already starting at seventh place yeah so it's like right into the action mm-hmm. we drew the three seed uh, everyone's just like straight into it yeah after not playing for months. <laughs> yeah so I don't know it was I thought it was great but I don't really want to ease into it you know you want right. to like get that back and if we're only going to play for a short amount of time like let's make these all really high quality matches yeah and I mean literally every match I mean first round of the qualifier you had Eric Baranek and Andy Benish playing Avery Joss and Ryan Doherty yeah it's like I mean Ryan was in the finals of a tournament last year Avery's been in quarterfinals pretty regularly Eric was in the semifinals and been in the finals before or uh, I think he's made a couple semis Cuervo final okay which is, a, that was a legitimate tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you're like, that's a really high-level match. Yeah. For And it was it was great and seeing just, like, all the players streaming. And, yeah. like, there was a ton of viewers. Yeah, I wonder what the numbers were like. I wish we knew. I would I love to know that. I, I bet we could, we could text and, like, get that information for yeah. everyone. But I wonder what the numbers were compared to, like, a normal broadcast. Yeah. I know that the AVP was somewhat surprised about how much easier it is to put on an event like that. Oh, I bet. It's a lot cheaper <laughs> yeah. and just a lot, there's way less, obviously it's probably really difficult during the, these times with all the safety protocols, but um, you got to jump through a lot of hoops to get people on site. Yeah. There's got to be so much liability there. Yeah. And like permits and all that kind of stuff, selling alcohol and all that. And they just like didn't have to deal with it. Yeah from one of my conversations with a staff member, it sounded like they were like, we might need to do more of these. This <laughs> yeah. makes sense financially. Yeah. Uh, Which is terrifying to me. Well, we anyway. Yeah. Like, there's no charge seating. So yeah. probably, maybe it only costs you to have them on site. Yeah. But obviously sponsors want fans on site. And yeah. Fans want to be on site. Players want fans on site. But uh, I thought that was interesting, like just from a business standpoint. Yeah, and great job to the AVP, by the way. For like, they landed some pretty big sponsors. Yeah, you know, just Monster Porsche through Porsche. Like, yeah. you kidding me? That's awesome. I know. Porsche Cup wins a Porsche. Third place wins the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it. Uh, but that I saw that name. I was like, holy cow! It was really funny seeing. Uh, yeah, like Monster, pretty big name. Mm-hmm. Porsche, like huge name. Uh, Wilson's a big name in sports. And then it's yeah. funny seeing like Hip Peas and Corner Bakery yeah, like next exactly. to Porsche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Corner Bakery provided lunches. Hip Peas, I'm actually into it. Dude, they're great. Yeah. It's <laughs> so. like you get to eat Cheetos without the guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you eat Cheetos first and then you get the Hip Peas, it's, it might not measure up. But just start with the hippies. Stick with it. You're stuck. <laughs> um, but with your like, were you and Trevor pretty happy with how you played? I mean, obviously, 
third, you know, you can do the classic like Instagram, like not the result we wanted. But I think you guys played as well as I think I've seen you play. I think your defense looked fantastic. I think your blocking kind of looked back to the way you were with John. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm happy with it. Like, we were both pretty positive, you know, all things considered. Like, if you watch it on TV, we don't look happy after, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and I don't think you should feel happy after a loss. But, um, yeah, it was all positive talk. It was all like, yep, we showed what we, we came out strong. We did what we came here to do. Came up a little short against the one and the two seed. Um, and they earned it. They, they had the ball out. Like, they had to play really well um, to beat us. So, yeah, we're happy with it. Um, in terms of my blocking, I thought it felt good. Could be better, yeah. to be honest. I feel like there's a few lack of reps there, like to really block the way that I want to. But we're still, I'm still trying to figure out the combination of like blocking for a Trevor Crabmeyer me and not a John Hyden, yeah. and then also blocking within a system uh, that Jose Loyola is setting up, you know, and he's creating these practice plans and like, so it's it's interesting. Like, I don't think I'll ever get to like fully just implement what I want right like I'm kind of learning that's just not what it's about it's not about me playing good it's about us playing good yeah right you kind of have to like fully forget about because I could I could do all this like flashy stuff at the net and get a block every once in a while but I might be leaving my guy hanging in the back right and they're gonna adjust their game and, and work towards that so but um it felt good yeah. Had some good blocks. I thought a uh, little footwork that I want to work on. There's definitely a few things I want to work on coming out of it, but it felt good. Definitely blocking is like my pride and joy. Usually is, but nowadays I'm like really excited about defense. Yeah. And I touched a lot more balls than we touched a lot more balls. Yeah. Than we did last Collectively, year. you guys were a completely different Even defensive team. Which was awesome. Yeah. It was. It was fun. There was a lot of balls where I'm, I'm just like learning a lot. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. It's fun playing against like Hayden because you know that everything he's doing, there's like intention behind it. Yeah. Like he's doing it for a reason. So I'm like, he's going to do this, but then I think he's doing that. So I think he's going to do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like a chess match the whole time. And then he speeds up and brings different speeds. Mm -hmm. And um, I was chasing a lot of his shots because he could get on it quick and like I'd be a half a step late. And then, uh, you know, eventually I pick up one or two. I'm like, yes, I got it. Yeah. And you have to adjust back. And um, for that match, I was stoked because I came up with two big digs uh, at the end of the match to finish it. So I was like, okay, I missed a lot during the match, but I got two at the end to finish it. Yeah. I'm stoked on that one. Um, but yeah, all in all, dude, we're happy. We're for sure happy about it. And I'm going to be honest, like I've said on the show a lot, I want to be healthy. Yeah. And playing volleyball. I want to be playing ABPs. Like, that's it. Just not on the sidelines. Yeah. And I did that, and it works out for me when I'm healthy. And <laughs> it does. If I'm on the court, it tends to work out. So that's that's probably the thing I'm happiest about. Yeah. yeah. How were the, the courts in general? Because they were, I mean, man-made in Long Beach Convention yeah. Center parking lot, which you never really know what you're going to get right. with, with a man-made court in a parking yeah. lot. Um, but from what I heard, everyone seemed like like pretty happy with it. They said it was yes. pretty great. 
there were, I honestly thought they were perfect. It wasn't extremely jumpy to where like at the end of the week your knees and everything's hurting from just the impact um, and it wasn't deep, definitely wasn't deep. We're all training, like most of us are training in Hermosa yeah. and that's like the deepest sand in the world. I thought it was perfect. Um, guys are flying out there, but not to the point where it's like you're playing indoor. Yeah. Um, which makes it harder to like dive too, you know, when it's really yeah. shallow. Um, it's so much better than if they were to put us on the beach right next to it. Like I, we want to play on the beach because it's beautiful, but like Long Beach is like an ashtray. And right. When you play there, it's shallow and the, it looks like there's smoke. It's just dusty. Out. It's just dust yeah. everywhere. And that sounded perfect. Yeah. So I, I got no complaints. It got pretty hot, like, because we're just, you know, on a black parking lot. Right. Um, but not too bad. You know, we're still close to the ocean. So yeah. There was a little breeze coming through. Yeah. I was wondering how uh, stadium court was because it looked like, I mean, it looked like you got pretty tired against Jake and Taylor. Yeah. And it looked like most people were getting pretty winded. I didn't know if that was a matter of just expedited conditioning before the season or if it was just like pretty hot. Saturday was pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had some long rallies, for sure, um, getting that adrenaline going. Um, it was just hot, and I felt like the um, the wind wasn't really coming through that much, just because it's pretty blocked off. One, the side that you can't see on camera is fully open. Okay. So, like, there was definitely wind coming through. Um but if you look at the, the it just looks like you're in a box. And it's black. <laughs> yeah. It's all black. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that big a factor to be honest. Yeah. But I just think it was a hot day, and we were all just getting back into the action, getting the adrenaline going. Yeah. We had some really gnarly rallies, and um, that'll that'll do it. That'll I, do. I, honestly, I was going for my jump serve, uh, really hard that match, and my shoulder was not having it, but I just kept going. <laughs> That's kind of gassing me. Yeah. How was it playing uh, playing Hayden? Is that the first time you played John? Uh, no. Ever? So, okay, so me and Jeff Carlson. Most people don't know. Oh, Jeff you Carlson. played him with uh, me and Jeff Carlson. Evie? played Evie and, John, <laughs> and Sean Scott was hurt. That's kind of how uh, Hayden discovered me. Okay. For the most part, we beat him. So I was 1-0 against Hayden <laughs> for like five, six years. And then last awesome. year uh, in Hawaii, uh, we played Theo in high Oh, you played him in Hawaii. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, quarters? I think we got fifth there. Um, and they, he beat us. <laughs> My hand was broken. Um, <laughs> and, no, actually, they, they balled that much. They played really well. Like, yeah. That was the first time we played with the OPTX ball. And I had a splint on the hand. Yeah. But um, they were playing so well. Like, Hyden was making it. And then you saw him in the final. Yeah. Until twenty fifteen, <laughs> haunting. Um, so this was we were one and one all time. Going okay. This one, and then we got pulled out. So I got I'm up one on hiding, but that's funny. I'm sure we'll draw more in the next two weeks. Yeah, I was wondering what um was it super different playing in such a small format where you where you you win and you're like oh we're we're on Sunday. <laughs> like, was yeah. that weird? Um, yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, it's nice, like if, if you're winning, you're you're stoked. Yeah. 
it, it just felt short. It yeah. felt like a normal tournament, but like Sunday felt like it should be Saturday. Yeah. It was like we played one day of volleyball and then it was like, whoa, we're on championship Sunday. Yeah. Like, you know, it feels different when you earn your way all the way to right. Sunday. And this one was like, boom, we're here. Yeah. So that was quick. Was it like, I mean, so for you guys, the guys at the top, I feel like the men are split into sort of three different tiers. There's like kind of Phil and Nick, and then there's a chunk of, I think, Jake and Taylor, yeah. you and Trev. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you could put Cam and Chase, Billy Staff in that tier. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the young case. And then you have kind of a, another chunk of like the lower main draws. And then you have like the kind of the upper qualifier tier. But you guys didn't have to sort of not waste your time or waste your energy with, you know, the qualifier guys coming yeah. out in the main draw. Like, was it, did you prefer, would you prefer either having like a couple of those matches where it's sort of like, you have to take it seriously, but it's kind of tuning up yeah, yeah. or you, I mean, you just jump straight into it. I mean, if you want to put me in seventh to start every day, <laughs> yeah. I'll take that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, those matches are fun and they're like scary. Yeah. For sure. Like, Nobody's going to take those matches lightly because you know that any team coming up is like, you got a huge target on your back. Yeah. They got nothing to lose. Right. So those matches are scary. Yeah. So, I mean, in that sense, it was nice not having them. Right. Um, but for the fans and for those players who are trying to come up, I think they're kind of necessary Like once things get going again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because it was interesting listening to you know, April and Alex, you know, like we usually don't have to get up for two matches like that, you know, first day of the right. tournament. Yeah, exactly. Cause they started out with uh, Tracy Callahan and Chrissy Jones who played great yeah, all weekend. And then they've had to play right after that, Sarah Hughes and Brandy Wilkerson. Those are your first two matches. It's like, hot damn. Oh, uh, And Brandy against Brandy? April so and Alex, was yeah. The second match. <laughs> yeah. Dang, crazy. Yeah, but it's it's nuts because like. Yeah, you go straight into it, dude. Like, yeah. There's no bit. I'm not like looking at my seating next week. Like, oh yes. Right. Oh, we moved up to the four seed. Like, now I got a good first round draw. Right. Like we have Casey and Theo, I think. Now, so you would play what the the seven? As so the four. number does four play seven, or three plays four, six. Five. Four five, okay. Yes, I think it's Casey and Theo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's gnarly. Yeah. First round. <laughs> Dude, and Casey mic'd up, by the way. Oh, Having no crowd for Casey, that was freaking out. You could hear everything you said. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> Never twice. I'm worried sometimes. Uh, like, it was so quiet and maybe <laughs> yeah. dropped an F bomb too. <laughs> Sorry about that. I wonder if they have a, like a small tape delay. Where if you drop an F-bomb, they would maybe mute just mute it out for a second. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't watch the stream yet, so... Yeah, because I, I didn't hear anyone dropping huge F-bombs. But, you, I mean, you could hear, you know, Trevor, when Taylor doubled one, he's Jose. like, chowder all day! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. I heard Jose drop one. But he was... Okay. They had Jose mic'd up the whole tournament. And he had two teams. Yeah. Us and Brandy, him, Sarah. Pretty good tournament for Jose. Yeah. Not a bad start. He, he worked harder than anyone else. Yeah, and he was, and like Jose is a sweater too. He's just like drenched he in sweat. It's all about the energy. Yeah. Yeah. He probably, you know, had to throw back a few monsters. <laughs> was it different just in terms of um, 
like communicating. I know, I mean, obviously you and Trevor play in front of no crowds all the time on the world tour, but on the AVP, um, it's usually pretty, pretty crowded. Was it weird? Like trying to get that energy up? Um, no. Okay. I mean, for me, it wasn't. Yeah. It was kind of the blood for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it was weird when we were playing the NBC match. The booth was like pretty close to the service line. Yeah. Like wa- walking back every time we grab the ball, and I could hear them co- analyzing like what we were just doing. <laughs> should I just serve that ball? Like, yeah. You probably could have done this. I'm like sitting there, like should I just listen? To this? <laughs> yeah. this is really weird right here. What's Kev think I should do right yeah. now? <laughs> he should. Uh, well, it looks like Dollhouser's gonna block angle here. It was misty, and it was misty too. I was like, "Oh, I'm yeah. actually really interested in what Misty has to say," and I can yeah. kind of hear her. <laughs> That's really funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Is that the best you've seen Phil play? And and Nick, I thought Nick was phenomenal. Is that the best you've seen them play in a pretty long time? Um, I don't know. They play great, but they turn it on at least once, twice a year. Yeah. That's the first time I've seen Phil serve, like, hitting that line like that consistently. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit of old Phil. I thought Nick played. If I had to say someone played a little higher than their normal, I'd say it was Nick. Yeah. Like, his energy was there. He's freaking ripped right now. He's yeah. in shape. Um, Going to take a quick second out of the show uh, with me and my guy, Try. To uh, give a huge shout out to you, the listeners. The show cannot go on without you, so we thank you so much for listening. If you want to pay it forward, uh, drop us a review on iTunes. We're actually now on Spotify as well, uh, so you can download and comment and review on Spotify. Any little bit helps, and uh, just tell your friends, any of your beach volleyball playing friends who uh, haven't heard of the show or haven't listened to it, uh, send it their way uh, and see what they think. Um, But the show also, as you know, cannot go on without our incredible sponsor, Wilson Volleyball, which they are the sponsor of this week's upcoming tournament, the Wilson Cup. Uh, Use our discount code SANDCAST20 to get a discount on all Wilson products. It's 20% off. So they make by far the best balls in the game. So I would highly recommend getting a bag of Wilson Volleyballs for your own training and playing. There's a reason that the AVP uses it, that now the CEV uses it, that the CBVA uses it, uh, that the college game uses Wilson. Everyone uses Wilson for a reason. So you use SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off. And last thing before the show, uh, we try and I just wrote a book. It's called Volleyball for Milkshakes. We would love it if you gave it a read, and we would love it so much if you dropped a review as well. You can find it on Amazon. Just type in either one of our names or Volleyball for Milkshakes, and it'll pop up. Uh, we think that you'll enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun read. It was a blast to write uh, with Try. It's kind of a, a fictionalized account of his childhood, and, and it, was, it was a ton of fun. Um, and I think you'll find a lot of the lessons that you've heard on this podcast in the book, which is just super fun. So I hope you are enjoying the show. I hope you're enjoying Beach Volleyball, being back on Amazon Prime. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, and we will see you next Sunday, or next Wednesday, rather. So now, back to the show. And they were, I mean, Phil was great, too. He, he pokey did. He, he didn't block, but he didn't drop either. Yeah. And Trevor hit one, he pokey did. <laughs> so, like, picture that. He pulled, like, three feet off the net. Yeah. He just put 
Okay. Where uh, we were setting a little too tight, and then I was trying to swing high corner. Like, and if you block me, it's gonna go high. Right. Or I'm gonna get a tool off, or I'm gonna actually hit it when I'm hitting it. But it dropped, and I just hit it like straight into his block. Yeah. Like that—that's the worst thing in the world for me. Where I'm yeah. Like, if you block me, like, and I try to do it, and you block it, it's great. But you can't stand it when I miss hit it, and I just look like an idiot. Yeah. That was like two of those. And then the other ones, he just straight blocked me. Yeah. I thought, because I mean, they made so many really good teams just look awful. Like they like, didn't even barely sweat against Casey and Theo. Mm-hmm. They smashed Ed Rattledge and Skyler, who beat some really good teams to qualify. They yeah. were just cruising. Well, I, you know what people don't realize is that, like, yeah, Phil's physically great, unbelievable touch, Nick's quick. And he basically has all the shots. Um, but they're probably the most cerebral team out there. Like, yeah. if you just take volleyball out and we go out there and have to play X's and O's volleyball mm-hmm. and strategize and all that, they're top team. Yeah. I'd probably put Jason Taylor right there as well. Um, and I think that's what's the difference. That's, like, why it's like, why can't anyone beat these guys? Yeah. And they're so consistently at the top is because they're playing the game. I mean... Jake's been around forever, and and if you, you know, watch over the years the way he talks about the game, like you can tell he he gets it at a different level. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like teams putting that together, like two guys that understand the game really well, those two teams get it at a really high level. And that's something that I think me and Trevor can we get it at a high level, but putting it all together live and like making the right decisions and like quick is really difficult. Yeah. And then when you're doing it against those guys, those veterans, it's like, it's a lot of thinking. Yeah. Especially when my motto is don't think. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Would you, well, do you think you and Trevor are better at it now than, than you were? Because, I mean, it, yeah. it looked like, you know, it's hard to say it looked like you guys were strategizing. But I, I think that you guys just looked more comfortable mm-hmm. than I've seen you in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that. You know, it's hard to see when you're in it. Right. Um, but we are and also when you lose you like automatically are like, Well I guess it was wrong. Like, yeah. Not really. Like the fact that we're having the dialogue and we have something to say, like, what do you think here? Let's do this. Like right. that communication's constantly going on, um, means there's growth. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Like we're a different team. We're picking up balls on defense. We're in more more in sync um, with each other. We're switching our sets up, making it more difficult on defenses to set stuff up on us. Um, hitting shots higher and like getting stuff out of reach. Except for that baby line, I keep missing short, which is that's that's that, your that that's your slide. shot too. I know, but if I drop my elbow against like a fill, it's like you look like an idiot. Yeah. So do you think people? Do you think people have picked out picked up on that? Because oh, I because sure. I remember like whenever I come in for like a middle set and hit the baby line, that's like watching you on film was like where I got it from. And I remember Stafford in Hawaii last year, he saw you drop the elbow, took a step over, and waited for it and just well, that dunked one, it. That was just embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry. And to bring I it also up. want to say, 
that's exactly what I was talking about earlier, where I know exactly where he is and that he's waiting for it. Yeah. But I also know how open it is. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, I can put it down over here. Yeah. But I had the splint on that one. So my, my <laughs> yeah. pinky finger, my first two fingers were flat, and there was a piece of plastic there. Can't and I'm going like this, and it freaking like just slides straight. It went like a foot over the net <laughs> to a guy that's delay blocking. Yeah. <laughs> Stafford, who loves delay blocking. Like, I know that 100%. And then he did it and yelled at me, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then next opportunity, I was like, not going to get this one. <laughs> and I did it like even lower. <laughs> he pounded it back at me. I was like, this is not real life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to I gotta get that out of my repertoire. Like, can't let those easy plays go. You know, like easy guaranteed blocks. Yeah. Can't let that happen. Yeah. I mean, it's a good shot when people don't know it's coming, you know. Yeah, well, don't air low. Yeah. You can't air low. Yeah. But if the, def- if the guy comes down and dives and picks it up okay at least he's in transition and like has to get up off the ground or if a defender's laying out for it because mm-hmm. i'm not going to do it if a defender's walking into it most likely unless they doubled up yeah which is a huge risk um and so at least you have a chance to transition right like it's not a bad shot if they get it uh but if you hit it a foot <laughs> or two over the net like it's a hundred percent slam dunk and yeah you like an idiot so yeah there's that <laughs> learning honestly just continue learning and, yeah and adjusting the game yeah it's, it's been fun for the men's side so i mean i think phil and nick obviously the literally the biggest winners from it but who do you think played well on the men's side i think came and chase did a great job of, of coming back because sure. it'd be pretty easy to just get in the hole and, yeah, and just know, kind of throw it they beat us at practice i was playing pretty damn bad in my opinion at practice and they had a serving strategy and certain things that were working against me. So like when, when I saw that draw, I was like, they're gonna do what worked at practice. Yeah. And I took that as a challenge. I was like, okay, short beat me. Yeah. And then Chase is gonna try to hit my hard driven because I came in to hit everything. Yeah. And uh, so I just brought different speeds and I was I was fully prepared to pass that short deep game and set Trevor on too. Yeah. And uh, so we adjusted like right off the bat kind of yeah. was coming and they didn't have an adjustment back and didn't work out for them but yeah I, I, I honestly think that kind of stuff fires you up and makes you more pissed off like well we are not losing this second round mm-hmm. like, um, and I honestly I'll be honest I think they're the the four seed right now okay they're the three seed in the tournament I get I, that I but mean, like in my opinion and plus what we're doing on the world tour and whatnot, like I think they've jumped I think that the way it finished was one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, I think whatever you know, seating. Who three, cares? Whatever, but yeah, because yeah. like you guys were a, a, a not a six in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Like I, w- I like when someone said that like the six is playing the three. I figured it was you guys were the three, and then I remember that you don't play AVP yeah. <laughs> tournaments. Full time AVP. This will be the first time maybe ever that all. Yeah. <laughs> I say all the players are going to be home, not on another tour. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. And I hope everyone's just safe and healthy and we can just, whatever the results are at the end of these three, that's, is what it is. Yeah. There's no like reading into it like, oh, they weren't here. This team wasn't here and blah, blah, blah. 
San Francisco Open. And the, yeah, the San Francisco CBVA is what yeah, everyone exactly. called it. Yeah. So no asterisks. And I don't think you put an asterisk on it. Oh, no way. You can say the AVP Championships Cup. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's any asterisk on this one because like, you're gonna, you're playing the best teams in the world. Like, Everyone's here. All the top eight teams, you guys would make it to the ninth place matches anyway, unless it's like a crazy aberration. Yeah, but nothing like, you, you guys would all be getting the minimum finish that you're starting at anyway. So I, I think if anything, it, it, it's just as impressive. As winning it, you know, a 32 or 24 team, um, and especially you know for the teams that are coming out of the qualifier, that qualifier is nasty. The way I, I looked at it was like, I looked at it as the the qualifier is the contenders bracket on a Saturday. Yeah, is pretty much the equivalent, you know, because a lot of those matches say contenders bracket of Hermosa Beach on a Saturday. You're gonna get an Andy and an Eric playing like a Billy and yeah. Stafford. That didn't happen, but Andy could and Eric happen. Were, are kind of the. I feel like we've all kind of picked them as, or at least Andy as like the rookie of the year. Yeah. We'd expect to be the rookie of the year, and they didn't disappoint. No. That's for sure. It's that they, they had the craziest matches, like, and they were running. They kept running this back shoot, and back shoot, huh? yeah. So Eric would he passes real high. And then he waits and waits and waits. And then he just, he's like the fastest person I've ever seen. He just flies. And sometimes it works out great. And sometimes it's pretty bad. But they just, he's on the, he's right. On the right. And he shoots. So he passes it to the middle. And then he runs behind Andy, shoots and Andy to the left pin. It. And Andy backsets it. And it worked really well against Ryan and Avery. And, and Ryan Cameron, too. Yeah, they did it. I mean, there it was. I don't know if it was them or LT that said like move Ryan around, yeah, but they yeah. did a great job moving him around, yeah. um, and kind of not that he was ineffective, but definitely reduced how yeah, effective he was. Um, but th- they got a little out of control against Ed and Skyler in the last Ed round. Hands. Yeah, and so Ed was just like they played great. You know, there were a couple times that they ran a back shoot for no reason and gave us a free point or two. And like right. when you win 21-19, 21-19, there's your difference. Um, but they they played great. They won eighteen sixteen in the third against Tim and Troy. That's a huge win. Yeah, which is pretty big. Um, Tough because Troy and Tim probably had, didn't get to train together as much at all. Well, probably more for this event than they ever had for <laughs> any other. Because yeah, Tim true. Tim's living down here now for, oh, the, ne- for the next three yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So oh, that's true. so they were able to get. We trained with them. Um, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday before. Okay. And Tim was like, yep, I'm re- ready. <laughs> I know. It's like when, like when we were talking to Piotr, Piotr's like, well, Tim's peppered once. He's fine. <laughs> He's ready to go. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a team that, I mean, damn, I didn't even really think too much about like the teams we were missing. Yeah. There's so many good teams in the qualifier. Yeah. That's what's probably most sad about the like the tournament in terms of for fans getting to watch. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that were are great and we didn't get to see them. Yeah. I mean and, and it's a bummer because like me and Mike Bogue, we were originally the sixth team on the reserve list mm-hmm. and then they cut it down so only four teams right. are on the reserve list. So like we're we're totally out and which is I mean, it's a huge bummer. Um because I think like you know we could be like an Andy and Eric, right, yeah. 
And Paul Lautman actually, he said something really interesting. I was talking to him and he said, he like tweeted to the AVP is like, if you lose first round of the quali, why don't you, you're now out, sub in the top eight reserve teams. And then next, you know, say the Wilson, Wilson cup top, you know, teams that are first out. Now you're out and the eight teams that lost are back in. Cause then, and so at the minimum, so if you were originally seated in, um, and hindsight's always twenty twenty. I think the AVP did as good of a job as they yeah, possibly could have sure. putting this on. And I also think they're paid out the whole qualifier, right? Yeah. So, so minimum three thousand dollars. Well, clearly, the AVP is saying we care about you guys. Like we yeah. want you guys to make, like the people who have earned it, to make a living. Yeah. And there's got to be a limit there, some point, you know. Yeah. Like they, you can't just pay out everyone. Like because at some point, like guys could just sign up and be like, hey, I'll take it. Right. Dead last. Yeah. For a few bucks. But yeah, that, w- I, that actually does make sense. To yeah, because then, like, say you're you're uh, Ryan and Avery, mm-hmm. right? And you, so you're knocked out of the first qualifier. You you get your $3,000 split for getting, what, uh, 15th, I think, is last place in this one. You and then, for last place. yeah, $3,000 split off the bat. And then, so, so you're out for the second. Pretty good that. money, dude. Pretty solid. What does the winner get? 20? Yeah, I think so. You're probably maybe 15. Something around there. No. Second's 15, probably. Okay. We were probably 10 or 7 or something. Not bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you're Ryan and Avery. You, you make your $3,000 split. You're out. But then you're going to be back in for the Porsche Cup, the third one. Yeah. So you, you each of you made $3,000 for a minimum of two tournaments. So I, I thought that was an interesting point by Paul, but then, you know, on the AVP's end, now you need to, you know, you have eight other teams that need to continue testing and staying negative. Yeah. So that's another thing to deal with. Um, and then, you know, who knows? I don't think anyone could have expected that not a single player has, like, knock on wood, tested positive. Everyone's been negative across the board. Right. It's like what happens now you have your eight reserve teams but then people are testing positive, so then you'd have to pull from a list of athletes who haven't been testing. So yeah. it could have been tricky. Um, but I thought it was an interesting idea, like should something like this happen again? If you're just ranked and you show up to this tournament and lose everything, you get nine grand. As three, a team. Three weekends in a row. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good that's money. A nice little donation. Yeah. From Donald's son. Yeah. And that's what uh, that's what Delaney was saying because so her and Katie played so well in their first match um, against Molly Turner and Katie Hogan, um, won that one, and then they lost to Carissa Cook and Jace Pardon, and so they got like eleventh, and Delaney came back and she's like, I should be really, really disappointed and upset, but she was like, that's a really good team, like they won Austin. Yeah. And we played so good in our first one, and we got 11th, which is a good finish in a fully loaded AVP. Yeah. She's like, it's it's hard. <laughs> like the emotions of this one are really hard totally. to like grapple with. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, but I don't know. For some reason, it feels so familiar. Just like like this is beach volleyball. Yeah, there's always something weird mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like, it's just, I feel like that's just our sport. It's never been, we've never been like the NBA. Like you, you have 82 games, 
<laughs> right. You go to your team. Every year it's like, so what's the season like this year? Yeah. So when do we play? <laughs> Who gets to play? What are the rules? Yeah. We have rule changes. We have ball changes. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, when I think of that, I'm like, yep, definitely difficult. But, like, we are built for adversity. <laughs> like, yeah. We're, they're trying to build us for that or yeah. something. I don't know. I've never thought about that. It's really funny that, you know, every offseason it's like, you know, how many events will Donald do this year? And, yeah, exactly. and like, what's the FIVB going to do? And you never know what Norseka is going to try to do. 12 events. 12 <laughs> events. Six. Wow, that's yeah. half. Yeah. That's half of my job gone. <laughs> All right, sweetie. So here's what our year looks like. <laughs> I guess we're going to vacation uh, a little bit longer, but with less money. <laughs> really funny i haven't thought about it like that but it's cool that that these three events are are happening i don't know i haven't heard anything from the fivb um so they're putting on those smaller events those, yeah uh, you got ones and two, two two stars for women only yeah which men are just one star two what the f the fivb what's the point of those well if so now well, I know, I know for some of them in in China, they do they like have events in places that aren't uh, really developed, and they're they're trying to bring like, to, like say, oh, like this town hosted a you know world tour vault, like Olympic qualification vault, and you can say that even though it's just a one star. Yeah. Uh, not many people show up, and when the fans do show up, they're just like sitting there. Like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, I think I know what's going on. Here. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I was talking to Ryan. Ooh, I was talking to Ryan Darty about it. And I was like, man, it's got to be so weird to play without fans. He's like, you've played in China. <laughs> I was like, you're right. We had like zero people on stadium court playing played uh, the Swiss guys. <laughs> I played multiple FMB finals in China. And uh, I got to say, it felt like more energy was coming from uh, the AVP. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can hear Cameron probably pretty stoked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least they were. At least the staff was happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like all the world tour players, this probably isn't all that weird, because you, you guys have played in, in all sorts of weird yeah. circumstances. Like, I wish, you, I wish you could like really like journal all of those kinds of experiences. Yeah. That, like someone like Phil who's been on tour for like I don't know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. The world tour. Uh, like all those stories, it would just be like an endless list yeah. of like crazy places and times and circumstances that they've played under. Yeah, because I mean, it always sounds so glamorous, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, like you're watching you and Trev in the finals of what was, where were you guys? Like Xinjiang. Um. um I don't <laughs> there was just no one there, and it was so hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They all have umbrellas. Yeah. I don't, not because it's raining. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, uh, we covered a lot of the, the men's side of things, yeah. but the women's was, um, was pretty wild. Um, I mean, April, April and Alex, the usual suspects, they won. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see, I really wanted to see Sarah Hughes and Brandy at least take that first set. Did you watch it? When they lost it, yeah. That joust. So I didn't watch the beginning the, of the first set. The joust that they called a block in four touches. Yeah. That, oh. I thought that was a back call. Dude, it killed me. Was it the right call? I, I, so I thought it was I, first of all, it's I still too don't close. know. Don't call that. 
Yeah, exactly. Don't call it unless because it was like a it was like a pokey joust. And the ball was yeah. They both tried to poke it, and but the ball was on the plane of the net. So even if it wasn't super simultaneous, I think Alex did get on it first. Yeah, like a centimeter, like she was a centimeter closer to it. Um, but geez, is it really gonna fall that? Yeah, at that point in the set, and then I think one of the biggest tells that it was probably and refs are human too. Yep. One of the biggest tells that it was the wrong call is that April and Alex expected Brandy to set that ball. Yeah, exactly. They they knew. That it was settable, and then the ref was the only one who was on a different page. Yeah, Alex is gonna yell at you if she thinks that you know it was four. Yeah, she's not one to like not tell the ref. Yeah, and she would have dropped off the net if she thought you know, yeah. but she didn't. Uh, but it but, was one of those things where like Brandy's gonna remember that one. Like she needed to put those balls away at the end. And yeah, I thought she I thought she was taking weird angles. Like really? She left, well, she went back a few times. Yeah. And like fully took away her crossbody, like a cut back, and then she was coming in straight on the left. Like if you're a lefty on the right, sorry, she was coming in straight on the right. If you're a lefty, instead of angled in, yeah, instead yeah. of angled in. Um, and I didn't watch the beginning of the set, that's why I won't analyze it too much. Cause yeah, if that was working the whole time, and she was probably trying to move the big block around. Yeah. So I get it. It's easy to analyze it when you watch like two bad points. Yeah. And Brandy's. So, yeah, uh, but, but I mean, Misty said the same thing though. She was like, "Don't run the back set. You know, take this straight up. It's been working. Um, yep. been easy to look at it in hindsight." But they, I thought they played awesome. I thought they looked great. I thought Brandy's serving was off the charts good. Yeah, well, I've seen. I saw her. They practiced before us because uh, we share a coach, obviously. And yeah, I would watch her serve at practice. Like, Damn, that's a bullet. Yeah, like it's just straight, especially on a girls' net where it can come at that low trajectory. Super yeah, it's insane. She's only five foot ten. She yeah. plays like she's six five. She <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, I saw Pavin and Kleinman like checking the net before the match. Pavin's <laughs> even higher. Yeah. Pavin's higher than. She's higher than. So really. She's like, like that. Like that's how Doherty is on the net. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Does the math add up that so, Doherty's seven seven one. So. Sarah's what six. I think she's six five, six four, six five. So I think that Sarah's the equivalent of Ryan on a women's net. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, th- I think. Yeah, but no, like her hand was over like Ryan's is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and she moves well too. Yeah, and it was good to see another uh, chapter in the Melissa um, and Pavin versus April and Alex rivalry. Yeah, really? We, I mean, we we've gotten that, and how many AVPs have we had that in a row now? It's it's awesome. Totally. It's the number, top two teams on the planet playing each other. It's yeah. great. They are for sure. I I thought um, I wanted to see Sarah Hughes back in the final, and like she's such a good player and such a good competitor, especially in big games. Mm-hmm. I think she's just so. I, I thought she played. She plays better. Excellent. Than more, sure. Yeah. Um. So I at least wanted to see her in the finals and back because like. That whole summer partnership situation that fell apart, um, that set her back. Like, yeah. Oh, a year. <laughs> yeah, well, a quad. A quad, yeah, a quad, yeah, technically. Um, so it was good to see her back and, like, doing what she does best. Yeah. I feel like nobody's really talked about her for a while. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, she took over against 
Emily Stockman and Kelly Kalinsky. Yeah, nice. Officially Kelly Kalinsky. Tough to say. It was it was funny writing that. Um, I texted her. I was like, I've had to like recheck my writing. Said no more Kelly Larson since she was laughing. She's like, it was funny seeing on the score, but I kept looking over. Like, who's that? <laughs> Isn't it funny how like partner names just stick together? Mm-hmm. Like people still want to say like Bill and Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stockman Larson. Yeah. You say Stockman Larson. That's what it is. Yeah. So now it's Stockman Kalinsky. <laughs> but I, I mean, Sarah completely took over that match, um, and Stockman and Kalinsky are like they're freaking good. They're gnarly. I, I think Kelly's one of the best blockers in the world. Um, and Sarah, like, she dominated that. Sarah's got, like, the chess match down, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and when she's, like, in sync with her partner, I think she's deadly. I, I still think she's one of the best uh, defenders we have in the U.S. Um, I think Swansel's up there, obviously. Yeah. The amount of balls that she's digging. Um, April's just a, a beast of her own. It's like, she's, she's, she's crazy. not, like, a true defender. You know, she's, like, a hybrid of everything. Yeah. Just all yeah, because I mean, she won her her silver medal split blocking with Jen. Right. So yeah, she, like, she can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's crazy is seeing um, <clears throat> Tracy Callahan. She's six foot two. She's the uh, defending. She's the most. She's gonna be the most improved. I don't think there's any awards this year, but yeah, we'll do it, people. Yeah, we'll we'll do our own awards at the end she's, of this. She's gonna be. Uh, she can't be rookie, right? Because she was out on tour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, for our own award show, we're going to rule out Tracy for rookie. I think right. her partner, Chrissy, Chrissy is yeah. as eligible as any for rookie right. of the year. She played in the final last year. Or semi. Semi? Semi. Yeah, they, they lost to uh, Betsy and Emily. Yeah. But Well, Tracy's been training with Mikkel, so I, I kind of was like, I had to watch. And I was like, yeah. you're training with Mikkel this long and he likes you? Like, <laughs> something's up. And yeah. Enough, first tournament. She yeah. She comes out looking in great shape, and um, she's balling. Yeah, they worked hard. Cause, so, I mean, Chrissy got uh, got married, and um, she was living in, uh, is it 29 Palms? Like, way, way out. Yeah. So, Chrissy came to training a little bit later, but for a while, Tracy was just training with me, Mike Bogue, and Kalinske. And Evie. And Evie. Yeah. For like two months, and so well, that's she. Great playing with the guys. Yeah, and so it was funny watching her go back to a women's net after training on a men's net for like two months. She's like, "This is really easy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How was she hanging with you guys? She hung. Yeah, it's it's weird because like you look at her and you're like, you know, she's she's six foot two though. She jumps well and she swings. Yeah. Yeah, I saw her bounce the ball angle. Yeah, she can swing on a men's yeah. net. I mean, ever she's taller than Taylor, you know. <laughs> she's six two, really. Yeah. Not real. And strong, and, is, and just like, I mean, and gritty. Physically, got all the intangibles. Just has to put the game together. But I mean, Chrissy, if she keeps developing and growing at this rate, that could be a serious. Yeah. Team. Maybe by the end of this series. For yeah, because I mean, they came out uh, of the qualifier. And then they had a huge win against Emily Day and Lauren Fendrick. They moved up like what, twelve seeds or something? Seven spots. Seven. Moved up seven, yeah. and um, so now they're out of the qualifier. They're straight in. Which is huge, because if you make the main draw in the, I think if you if it's 
since we got a third in the first one, we pretty much sealed up our spot. I think you guys are good. For crazy things would have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this first one was huge. Like we got our first yeah. win and, and Casey Patterson was like Yes, we made the next event. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be in that qualifier. No. No way. Oh, you don't want to be in that qualifier. Yeah. And I think that uh, there was probably a super high stakes match between uh, um, Billy and Stafford and Cayman Chase. Oh, yeah. Ended up being 25 23. Then I left my house and it was 5 5, and I got down to the beach and it was already over. They, they lost 21 10. So I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't seen the second set of that, but. So now Billy and staff, they're back in the quali, right. um, which is a bummer. And I think the men's quali actually stays the same because Jeremy and, and John beat, uh, yeah, they beat Skyler and Ed. Right. So the men's will be the same, but Emily and Lauren are back in the qualifier. Yeah. And uh, who's the other team that came out for the um, women? Uh, Carissa and Jace. Oh, yeah. Who, oh, they were up. How are they so good? They, dude, they Carissa has the best ball control of anyone. I'll put her ball control over ever, anyone on tour. Every pass is perfect, and she makes the right decision every time. It, it's it's crazy because it looks like she's not trying. Smart. Even when you talk to her, like, you can just tell. Yeah, that's that's a Stanford education. <laughs> but Carissa, she like everything she does. I watch her play. I'm like, it doesn't look like you're trying, but you're always in the right spot. And you're always making the right choice. And every pass, every touch is perfect. We should have her break down a match for us. Yeah. Like uh, like how Kobe does. The detail. Yeah, detail. Yeah. Peyton Manning and them. Yeah. It's funny because she's, so, like, she's so self-deprecating. And she'd be like, well, I, I came here and, and it kind of worked. And then I booped it. And that worked too. I just booped it. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, what? Well, yeah. <laughs> <So you just laughs> <booped it." laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, I mean, then Jace... Is she's also really good. And just like, just kind of yeah, and ha- has a heavy arm and has a yeah. go- goofy-footed approach. Uh-huh. Um, and but I mean, played at Florida State was really fantastic there. Yeah. yeah. Those two like they in sync all the time. And, like, yeah. No highs and lows. Yeah. Just like super steady. Yeah, I was really surprised to see them kind of fall apart against Mel and Pavin because they were up nine four and twelve seven in the third and lost fifteen twelve. So I don't know what happened. I had the live scoring up because I was at the 12, beach. Seven, they were up. Yeah. And didn't score another point. Yeah. Ooh. I think I know at least nine four. I don't know if it was twelve seven, but it was somewhere around that. And it yeah, which so I I was surprised to see that, but I'm not surprised at all to see them taking Melon Path to three, because they're just that good. They're that smart. Right. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. You're the real deal if you're taking that from three. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think their Austin win was, was fluky at all. I think they could kind of bring it to anyone. Right. Um, but, yeah, she's I, – I would recommend watching Carissa play, and you'll just be like, okay. I've watched her play, but I haven't, like, really, like, analyzed. It's just kind of been like, oh, watching mm-hmm. – I'm really bad at watching. <laughs> like, I, I think I watch all four players at once. Yeah. Cause like I could be watching a match and then they're like, who are they? People ask me, who have they been serving? I'm like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately don't know. But I've watched every single point. Yeah. I don't know. If, well, I think. Wrong with me or maybe I'm seeing things well, in a good way. I think it's different. I can't tell. 
it's different when you're playing. So you're in the tournament, and like when I'm in tournaments, I one I hate watching right. when I'm and it's a tournament that I played in, and then I get knocked out. I'm like, just, I don't want to watch another point. Um, and the only reason that I do is because like you know I get paid to write about it, so right. I kind of have to. But um, which is a great job. But like now that I'm not in it, it, it was really fun to not be like, damn it, like screw the McKibbins, they knocked me out. I hope they lose twenty one five. Like right. I didn't have that with anyone. I was just like watching my friends play volleyball, and it was super fun. And so I got to watch it in a way that I haven't been able to watch since you know I started competing seriously. And it, it was little, really fun. That little ego, and you just like talking like like outwardly. You're like, no, I don't really care. I hope everyone wins, whatever. Yeah. But then inside of you, you know, there's like for some reason I really want them to. Yeah, there wasn't any of that, and it was great. It was like it was the most peaceful I've ever been able to watch all this volleyball. I don't think I've ever had that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean that's what you do for a living, yeah, but you know. Even when I was out, yeah, I was like pissed. That but I guess then you'd probably be like, I, I freaking win this tournament. Yeah, like, are you kidding me, San Francisco? Yeah. Come on, yeah, Loomis and Madison. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, that ego was always toxic. Yeah, but it it was it was really different. It was it was a super fun experience for me because then I could just. I wrote a ton, mm-hmm. um, and I I was just like talking to people all day, like you know I was talking to Andy and Eric in between matches, like dude, you guys are so good, like I'm so stoked for you guys, like keep yeah. it up. Yeah. It was fun, like I had a bunch of side bets going on with random people on Instagram, so I'm up sixty bucks on the year. Let's hey. go. So this is the most profitable volleyball year dude, I've ever had. There, there needs to be some serious <laughs> betting going. On. I actually know someone who's like a huge sports fan. Yeah. And he loves betting on sports. Yeah. Dude, just DM me on Instagram. Come on. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't even think we have it. You have to go international for that. Yeah. Um, but there's Travis. Yep. And one man, one man casino over here. I'll be, I'll be the AVP sports book. Why don't we just start with the Sandcast sports book? Yeah. Let's do it. We could do that. I mean, I don't know who's going to bank it. Legally. <laughs> if any sponsors out there want to bankroll beach volleyball betting. Hit it's us up. Like, uh, <laughs> it's all like uh, casino chips. Yeah. Real money. <laughs> Monopoly money. <laughs> yeah, Monopoly. <laughs> but it was um, it was fun for me. This the past couple of weeks have actually been super fun. Once I realized, like one that I'd be on the reserve list. Um, yeah, you know, I, I like I didn't want to root for people to test positive. No. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'll get tested. At one, I need to get tested anyway, so Delaney doesn't get positive for me. Yeah. Um, so I. Um, but once I was on the reserve list, I was like, okay, well now I'm just gonna be like whoever needs a practice dummy, like I'm in. Yeah. So like, like I've been subbing in, uh, helping with Delaney and Katie. Like on Thursday, I'm gonna be a fake Sarah Pavin for Chrissy and Tracy because they play them first round. Wow. I helped out Troy because Tim wasn't in town yet, so I was like his fake Bombgren. And you're getting all the stories. I was a fake Ricardo. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so it's just it's been super fun. There's like no stakes, you know. I get to play in all these fun groups, and like yeah. tomorrow I'm going out and like helping with Casey and Theo because they're like, hey, can you just like be a blocker for us for like an hour? I was like, yeah. sure. <laughs> and it's been fun. Like, it's very carefree. Don't move around like me because you know I'm playing them first round. <laughs> Don't give them the little shake and bake. Dude, it was funny watching. Um, Theo like, just hits OT anyways. So every time. He doesn't bring it down. Just the deep seam spatch every time. Um, it was funny watching you blocking though after training with Mikel when you just like the three shuffles. Uh-huh. I was like, I see it. Yep, that was exactly it. Like I told Delaney, I was like, he does a lot. 
of that <laughs> with bands on. Yeah, and there's little, there's more I want to Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Monster Hydro Cup is over. I think I, I think I it's success. To win that one for Monster, but third, not bad. Not bad, and I mean Wilson's the Sandcast sponsor. Yeah. So you want to win? This is it. You want to win for Wilson? That's right. Um, is there? I mean, anything that uh, I guess not game wise that you'd want to improve on, but like anything that you think could be changed or made better from the, from a fan's perspective, I thought it was tremendous. But from a player's perspective, is like, would you expect anything to be different? Maybe you'll be more settled into competing. Um, it was really mellow. Yeah. Which, I mean, I slept at home, first of all. Like, we don't get to do that. Much. Yeah. You get to do that for That's like rare. three tournaments a year. And I, like I always say on the show, I don't even play AVP. <laughs> I haven't been able to in so long. So I don't even get to do that. I slept at home. I drove down. It took like 20 minutes. There was no traffic. In the weekend, yeah, and uh, you show up and there's no, you you want the fans like we enjoy as beach volleyball players interacting with fans, but I, yeah. I mean I walked straight to the med tent, got like my shoulder loosened. There's like no distraction. Nobody wants to talk to you. They're all players. They don't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah. So it was very like peaceful and nice and like yeah. you get in your zone and just play and then get the hell off the site. Yeah. Um, so could you nice. could you stay on site between matches? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You stay on site, but you could only be there an hour and a half, I want to say, before your first match. Okay. And you can only stay an hour after your last match. Okay. And, like, yeah, there's sanitizing stations everywhere you go. You just, like, put your hand out and hand sanitizer just lands on it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of things changing, not really. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, I didn't get to watch the broadcast yet very much. I watched the final on the broadcast and it was great. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's any changes we need from my perspective. Yeah, uh, I thought it was awesome. I didn't know if you know the AVP maybe changing precautions, something they were doing, you know. But dude, they had a lady. There was a lady in charge of making sure everyone had their masks on. So you had to have a mask on if you weren't on the sand. Okay. So like, I mean, it was. If you're worried about getting COVID, you weren't worried. Like, once you step in there, you're like, ah, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And I'm not, like, really worried about it pers- for myself uh, in general, but, like, yeah, in there, it's like, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And it's, and it's so cool that, like, everyone is negative so, yeah, so far. Yeah, you already know that. And yeah. And all the precautions on top of that. And that means that the city doesn't have to deal with it. They, you know, all the governing bodies that are in charge of making sure everyone's safe like it's just they just did a really good job of just like erasing any doubt in anyone's mind kind of thing yeah um i was gonna say something i forget what i was gonna say hey i had to celebrate that yeah that hasn't happened in a while love it <laughs> <laughs> Switching roles. Yeah. It was fun seeing um, Kevin Cam plugging volleyball for milkshakes. They gave it a lot of shout outs out there. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys if you listen for doing that. That was great. That was cool. It was cool. I was glad that we could go up into the Amazon studio still and have a chat. I didn't know yeah. that, if they would have that. We just had a conversation from six feet apart. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Was it weird 
not being able to like shake hands like with the team after losing and like the refs. I really like Cuz it's kind of fake anyway. Yeah. I'm just being like American. But watching it was so it was funny like they were like, yeah. Yeah, we'd always <laughs> off the line, you always jog to the mirror right. or walk to the mat and shake hands. And everyone jogs up and they're just like yeah. Give him a little this or that. Yeah. But I kind of liked it because uh, I get like sportsmanship and I'm 100% like sportsmanship, especially yeah. after the match. Or shake hands before and after, that's cool. But like in volleyball, we do it a little too much. Like, yeah. If you walk by a guy, you like hands. Yeah. Like, like walking under the net and high five and like it's you fine. don't even know that you're doing it yeah, at some point. Yeah, you don't point. know if you're doing it, but like also. I don't want to high five you. I really hate you right now. Yeah. And like, I kind of liked it where it's like, you don't need to. Not right. Like two or it's just like a distance five. Like, right. Let's go. Right. It's not like a handshake. Yeah. It's like, boom, let's go. Yeah. Like, acknowledging each other. It kind of felt like that. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have to walk 10 steps to the net. I didn't have to walk to the right. left stand. Yeah, it was it was funny watching like Phil and Nick. They won and they turned around. And they're like, "That was so awkward." No one's there's no sound. It's just us. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but all in all, I thought it was great. Super grateful to be back out there and just playing volleyball. Yeah, good to be watching volleyball. So yeah. You guys requested the episode of us breaking it down, so appreciate the feedback, and we'll have uh, guests next week. Yeah, so throw us uh, reviews or comments if you guys have anything specific you want to hear about next week's tournament, the Wilson Cup, and uh, we'll deliver a post-tournament episode. Yeah, try. Keep killing it out there. Thank you, sir. Keep repping the show. <laughs> With the pen, as the uh, official... Be the, the, the scribe. You're the guy who uh, replicates all the players. Yeah. You, know, you can. <laughs> what do you call it? I don't even know what you call it. The guy that, the, you're the Sarah Pavin. Yeah. But also like the Tim Bomber. <laughs> I'm just the chameleon. I'm the sixth man. Beach volleyball sixth man. If you need me, I'm available. <laughs> All right, dude. Shoots. <laughs>